Joining us on the line is Bill Lupton of the Motor Caravan Club of Ireland. Bill, good morning to you. Good morning, Catherine. It's nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you too. Now, we had this issue on Friday's programme as it relates to some some motorhomes parking illegally in various parts of the region. Um, you were listening to the programme on Friday. Um, your reaction to that, uh, Bill, is there a serious issue in this region or what's the solution, do you think? I wouldn't think it's localised to your region. It's uh, universal all over the country. There's um, a, a bit of an antipathy towards uh, motor caravans at the present time because of antisocial behaviour by a very, very small minority. But unfortunately, nobody ever talks about the majority to talk about the minority. Mm. And there is this issue. Now, there's a lot of um, controversy. I mean, you, you're running a radio, you're on a, a radio station there and you get uh, public opinion coming in. Mm-hmm. So public opinion is what carries. And we've been doing, we've been doing this motor caravan thing in about 39 years. I'm the founder originally of the Motor Caravan Club and I am the guy that did all the bloody hard work to get the tax and all that stuff done. So, that which we have spent 39 years building up at the present time since the pandemic, it's got uh, a lot of problems. People have come into the pursuit of the motor caravan. 99% of them are absolutely lovely, wonderful people, but there's a few, and you get that everywhere, and you're getting it. we're getting it from all corners of Ireland, not, ju- not just the north or, or the northwest, you know. So. Yeah. Well, judging by what you're saying, you're a seasoned person as it relates to, you know, going on these types of holidays. And the fact that maybe, you know, COVID presented that opportunity for people to acquire uh, camper vans, there's obviously, it would seem, an element of those people uh, uneducated by what to do out in the road, Bill, would you agree? Uh, I don't even think it's... um what to do on the road? It's just a question of uh, if you're antisocial, you're antisocial, and that's. The, I mean, the kind of complaints that, that we're getting are from the average person. Um, lady down in Dungarvan rings us up and she says, "I I want to make a complaint about you lot," mm. uh, which rankles. And sorry, oh lot. What, what do you mean? Oh, your lot. You're down here. You're throwing your dirt and your thing on the beach. I'm a volunteer cleaner for the beach, and I'm sick of it. And this guy, I get a lady from Mullockmore telling me that she, I think she witnessed uh, a motor caravan man throwing his porta potty into the har- harbour of Mullockmore. This kind, this kind of thing. And now it's rare. Yeah. It is rare, but they, they, those are the things that people notice. Now, the other thing is that particularly up around your area there, we're getting this thing of people blocking. They park in front of people's entrances and they, they don't give a damn where they're parking. So it's, it's, causing, it's causing a rankle in the pursuit of the motor caravan, and it's a pity. Then again, nobody mentions the other 999,000 people that have campers and park up respectively or go into the caravan parks and you know it's it's just the few that honour them what annoys me particularly is the fact of all the hard work we've done over the last 39 years 
trying to get the council to come on board, which we've been getting. Oh, we've been getting assistance uh, all around. We got it from the ministers. It's all being undone by a few a few bad people. That's all it is. Yeah, and you, you must feel like these are all being kind of tarred with the one brush effectively then. Exactly. As, as I said, that lady said, you lot are down here. And I said, what do you mean our lot? Mm-hmm. Our lot, I said, uh, on it. Now, we had a lady in the caravan park uh, down in the southeast, and she rang up and she said, Bill, for God's sake, she said, would you make sure your members have the club sticker on the front of the camper when they come in? She said, because, she said, I know your people. They're absolutely 100%. She said, I "I turn people away. I just say we're full up because I don't know what we're getting until it's too late. And then we get told to get a court order to get them out. Now, again, that's... Just one phone call, and I was from a caravan park owner. So, you know, it's kind of, um, I don't know how you actually clean it out. You know, it's we were, we were hoping that when the pandemic finished, that a lot of them would just get back on the Ryanair flights to send the ponds. <laughs> but unfortunately, uh, there's still a few of them around. And do you feel like, you know, the issue right on Friday was that some of them were parking illegally, but do you feel like that even if that cohort were in a regulated camper van park, that they would still be at the same carry-on? Yes, absolutely. As I said, that lady with the the caravan park down in Wexford, she said, three o'clock in the morning, singing, dancing, rousing, the noise making life unbearable for everybody everybody around them. And she said, when I asked them to leave, they told me to F off and get a court order. That's, you know, that is the, the, the noble the problem. You look at the the lovely air that they put down in Cove, where it didn't take the, the, the bad people long to exploit it. They had a regulation that said, okay, 24 to 48 hours, Parking. Then they discovered a loophole. All they had to do is drive out of the drive out of the air, turn around, and come back in again. Now the uh, county council down there have uh, have to make changes instead. Of, this is all over Ireland. Mm. There are signs going up everywhere: no motor caravans, no motor car. And yet, so many of the councils have made the effort. They made it in Donegal. They made it in Sligo. They made it on the. The air is places where you can park. But when you give them something, they'll take more and then do damage. And that's, but again, I, I stress the point that it's only a few. Mm. Uh, somebody contacted the programme saying Mulligmore is overrun with motorhomes and they're parked up on roadsides and anywhere they can, they can get parked up. And that is the reason residents in these areas get crossed. But you touched on, Bill, that somebody actually reported to you that they saw someone throwing their wastewater in off the pier of Mulligmore. Yes, they did. That's. I've just and I said it to the lady. And I said, "Pity you didn't take a photograph of the registration number of the vehicle because I said, no, it wasn't one of ours. One of the people mm. in the club wouldn't actually. They're the respectable people." So it doesn't mean that we don't have the odd one either, you know. Yeah. Well, what can, be, what can be done, Bill, from your point of view? Like, how can you tell that someone's going to wreak havoc in a camper van park when they arrive there? Do you know? How, how can you... You can't. Yeah. You can't catch them, unfortunately, until it's, until the damage is done, until it's too late. I mean, it's, 
you know how long is a piece of string you see some people go through a lot of expense a lot of trouble with, with the camper van on it I, it's a particular type of individual now we get them here now, now we we vet everybody that comes in here to take on membership mm. and no matter who in some of the cases, we will ask them to get a reference from another member or something. But we nearly know, you nearly know by the phone call. It's the kind of individual you're getting. Catherine, I have invented a new word, and I think we should allow the world to know it. The world is enter. What is an enter, madam? It's an entitled arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's one. I don't know if that's one for the dictionary, Bell. Now, to be honest, well, it's not for the dictionary, but it's one. It's one that it, it sort of uh, brings home the reality. We get them here. Oh my God! That music. Um, that music's quite apt there. That was my mobile there. Sorry about that. It's quite ominous the, uh, music there, Bill. Thing is, thing is with the motor caravan scene, it's a fabulous pursuit. Absolutely. It is a great way of, during the pandemic, everybody said, oh, we, we can bring the home with us. We can bring our camper van. And that's what started. It. Everybody wanted to get into it. With the amount of interest we have at the present time is enormous. Mm. You're all right, Bill. Um, what you have to agree, though, that there's quite a large cohort of these people with motorhomes who are parking illegally, as well as the antisocial element to it. I heard a report that over <coughs> over the uh, long weekend, the first weekend there, we had the guards were called out to uh, the Keen Bay, despite the fact that the actual uh, people. Mm. had put, uh, you know... I was actually... The council came out and said, look, you can't park here. Yeah. So, I was down. I was down in Keem Bay actually on Saturday, and as you go down, as you travel down towards the bay, there's like signs there that no camper vans beyond this point. And in fairness, they did adhere to that. As like when I was there on Saturday, there were camper vans parked up, you know, higher up the kind of mountain, yeah. but there weren't any down at the bay. But there was a lot of tents there. But that's that's another issue, I guess. But no, they weren't. That, that, that's another issue. Is that right? Yeah. Because we got people saying, "Oh, there were tents down there." So what? The question is, uh, if you bring in your camper and you're parking where you're causing an obstruction or even an embarrassment, they should just, sorry, just back off. But there aren't sufficient facilities today for the number of camper vans. We had a request from, it was a Channel 4 in the UK, but the phenomenon of the rise of the motorised caravan in the Republic of Ireland. They came over and did a programme here of it because of this interest. But it was because people find it a great way to have a holiday. Mm. It gives them a complete freedom to go where they like, when they like. But the days of parking where you like, when you like, are gone. Now you have to respect the fact that all property belongs to somebody and... Now, we have a thing in the, in the club called the Tavern Trail, which I've been doing for 30-odd years. There's pubs, hotels, and spots where people can park, mostly for free. And it's very, very popular because the hotels and the pubs love to have the business. Mm. You know, people can park in it. But the guys that are parking illegally are parking in the street and blocking it because it suits them. 
the guards uh, are in, are in a kind of a dilemma yeah. because if the vehicle is taxed and insured properly, they can park wherever a car can park. Well, that's it, yeah. It's the overnighting of it. And, and, you know, the old rubbish is, thing is if you bring rubbish, take it home with you. You know, this... Well, funny, funny um, you should say that. A listener actually uh, said that they approached a campervan owner in Donegal Town lately, right, about dumping their large bag of rubbish beside the bins instead of taking it home. The listener was told to F off and mind your own business. Like, that's what people are up against. That's exactly what is happening. Um, it's, uh, again, the same old, the same old so- story of uh, mind your own business, but it is our business. I mean, mm. I have it in the village here where we live. I get people throwing their coffee uh, cups out of the window. I pick them up and throw them back into the car. So we don't want it either. And this kind of thing is people... There is a, a responsibility on every member of the public. This is our country. This is our land. This is our... Uh, you wouldn't do that at home, would you? Right, well, they're not going to do it here, you know? Mm. And that one... But, it will level itself, Catherine. It will, like everything. And some of these people will just give up. As I said, they'll go back to Santa Panza again. Do you think, though, because it is such a, it's a lot, I'd imagine, it's a lot cheaper to do, to have a holiday here at home. If you pack up the camper van with all your, you know, essentials and all that kind of crack, it has to be uh, cheaper to, to holiday in that way as opposed to heading out to Santa Panza, no? I'll tell you a great story. It was about 10 or 15 years ago. Up in Donegal, four Italian campers, it was the time after the World Cup or something, was four Italian campers arrived. And they were in a pub in Donegal, Cantonburg, the place it was. But they ordered a pint of Guinness and they asked for four straws. I swear to God, this is You're a true joking. story. And of course, some local uh, hack got onto it and, oh my God, these people coming into this country and they don't spend a penny, blah, blah, blah. Mm. On this. And there's a story about a pint of Guinness. Now, I met the Italians. I met them down in Tromel and I had a long chat with them with pidgin English and a little bit of Italian, etc. And I got the story about this. They had wanted to try Guinness, but before they decided, they said they'd get one pint and they would try it and see whether they liked it. Now, those people told me that each of them had spent 3,000 in Irish punts at the time for their holiday to come to Ireland. That's for each camper van. So it wasn't the case of people coming in and, uh, you know, we bring all our stuff with us, etc. No, they came to Ireland and spent their money on it. And that, you multiply 3,000 by four, that's 5,000 points at the time for a two-week holiday of Ireland. This kind of thing of you're getting certain people, a couple of councillors down in Kerry were given out about, oh, they don't spend any money. There's not a camper van that doesn't spend money. They pull it into the local village or the local town and they spend their money in the supermarket or go into the pub and they'll enjoy the crack. These are, are the good people. 